We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to Roto Grinders today. I'm Jordan Cooper, aka Blender Ed, Blender HD. You want to follow me on Twitter? And it's Thursday, December 14th. We'll be taking a look at the Thursday night football game showdown slate on DraftKings, the Chargers and the Raiders. Hit that thumbs up button on your way in the door. Give me those dummy thumbs. Hit the subscribe button if you're new here. Hit the notification bell to know when we go live. Join with me live on, on location from. Uh, from a USFL stadium, I guess, is uh is Will Priester, Chief Justice, head of the headed Chiefs prop shop. Is the did the prop shop go? Is, you're on a road trip, you there? You don't even have a jacket on or anything. Is it is, is it is it warm where you are? It's pretty cold over here. Yeah, it's cold. I uh I got I, I can put my hoodie on here and uh make sure I stop the wind from blowing too much into my what ears. What stadium is on. that? What what actual stadium is that? I don't even know where I am, Blender. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I, I got, you know, I just got dropped live, live at the location. But here's the deal. The USFL is going to be more exciting than this NFL game tonight that we've got between the Chargers and the Raiders. I'd much rather be at a USFL location. Um, look, I, I will say this, just in general, um, and we'll get into that later, I will say I think some of the prop pick'em streets are probably a little bit too low because they think these quarterbacks are way worse than they are. Um, but once again, Blender, guess what? We, we can't. We don't get to choose our slates, and so when there's showdown, there's still money to be made, and so it's our job to try to make that determination. And luckily, Roto Grinders has tons of tools to help us not even have to think about who we actually want to play. We can click a couple buttons, and it'll tell us mostly what we should do right we got projections we got lineup hq we'll have the the sim lab stuff up that's for premium members now only so you have to hit click on that link in the description get ten dollars off your first month we'll have showdown hq up uh, as well later today but it's a 34 and a half total and you mentioned 
you said like maybe maybe these quarterbacks aren't as bad as as the prop streets are making them out. We have Aiden O'Connell versus Easton Stick. Right, Herbert is not going to play this game. That's why the Chargers total is so low. They're playing at Las Vegas. Another thing, uh, Devontae Adams, I just saw on Twitter, he is going to play. He's listed questionable. We still have Palmer listed questionable. Uh, our projections, as well as the Blitz projections, don't have Josh Jacobs in. But I know that yeah. on sports books they still have props i still see some props up for jacobs is there i mean you could clue me in a little bit more i mean i'm under the impression that jacobs is is not going to play yeah that that that's how i'm moving forward if he happens to play then okay I, i'll make some adjustments but yeah but that, that changes that, everything will 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 that changes everything we take a lot i mean the first i mean the the let's not bury the lead on on this on this slate i mean the Raiders are a favorite at home. And if Jacobs, assuming Jacobs doesn't play, I mean, Zamir White is 3,000. And we have him projected as similar as like a 9K player. And the Blitz has him even higher than that. Like the Blitz has him projected almost as high as Austin Eckler, who's 11K. I mean, I'm going under the assumption, like, if Jacobs plays, then it changes completely everything because we don't have a 3K player that I'm going to have to assume. We have, like, this is this is what I'm talking about by, by understanding the rationality and irrationality of human beings. Like, our current ownership projections, which obviously will be updated later today. Zamir White at 3K at 42% owned. Let's just say that's off by a magnitude of, like, 100%. Like, oh, yeah. Like, Amir yeah. White is going to be like like 30% owned in the captain. Like, it's quite possible that in total, he's going to be in 95% of lineups. I agree. Because he'll be the lead back for 3K for the favored Raiders team. And, you know, with these quarterbacks, you have to figure that there's going to be a lot more running than passing in this game. Is there a way? I mean, obviously, there is a way because of ownership. Assume we're all we're we're going with the assumption that Jacobs is not playing because every, every projection set I see around the industry doesn't have Jacobs in, right? And the prop and the and the props for like anytime touchdown have Zamir White on par with Jacobs. So it seems like you know they're just making it so that you can't like like either you if you bet on Jacobs you're getting basically the same touchdown odds as Zamir White, and yeah. you, there's going to be no discount on anything. So. Is really is there a way, at least in the flex, around playing? I mean, Zamir White, his median projection here on our projections is twelve point four seven, and he's three K. Like he doubles that of like almost anyone even close to women price. Is there a world where? I mean, is is there a world where you don't play Zamir White? Is there a world where Amir plays eighty percent of the snaps? Brandon Bolden, I don't expect Brandon Bolden to do much out of the backfield. How do you not play I, Samir White at 3K? Yeah, I don't I don't think you can do that in this situation. But like so Blender, so this is one of those situations where I'm glad we're having this discussion because I think sometimes people misunderstand how you view game theory. So I want to help clear that up for them. So sometimes I think people say, well, maybe they think you're just being off the board just to do it, right? Like, as an example, if this was a normal game and everybody was going to play the Chargers, you said, oh, well, I could easily just play the Raiders because 
remember back when we had um, Slate IQ, um, or or, or showed Slate. Let's call it Slate IQ. I can't remember what we we called it. It would just tell us five three. I mean, or, or five one four two three three, and it say, well, you know, this is most optimal for the captain. This is most optimal for flex or this strategy. But as we would always talk about, that could be for either team. So we would always think, well, it's the team that's going to be in control of the game with the 4-2, but the 4-2 could be the opposite team coming back, right? And, and right. so I'm saying that because that's just, that was just giving us a different way to view it. So I think sometimes people would not, – not people that were in your game theory room, by the way. Uh, Lindor does have a, a, a theory of DFS. And you check out his channel and talk to him and ask him all those questions. But my point is, I think they thought you just threw stuff against the wall and hope that it sticked. Right. By people, people tend to think that's like, oh, of the five highest on players, you just don't play any of them. And it's like, like, no, it's 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 more about how much projection are you giving up for the for ownership? And Correct. sometimes when it comes to efficient ownership, you're trying to turn it even on a player by player basis what the efficient ownership of a player is. And it doesn't mean that if a player is high-owned, that makes them bad or right. over-owned. Right. And just because they're low-owned doesn't make them under-owned. So, like, on a slate like this, like, it's quite – if Zamir, if you told me Zamir White at this projection was going to only come in at 42% owned in the flex, even if he's the most owned player in the flex, like, I'd be playing him in every lineup because – Compared to his projection, he should be twice as owned as that. But then you take a look at like, well, Darius, like uh, Austin Hooper is 1% projected owned. Well, maybe at his projection at that price, maybe he should only be 1%. Maybe a guy that's 8%, Jalen Guyton, 8% owned. Maybe he, maybe he should only be 4% owned. Maybe he's actually over, but he's only 8% owned. Yeah, but he may be over owned. At eight percent, right. and Zamir White may be underowned at forty-two percent. So it's not just like fade the chalk, play something else type of thing, right? But when you do play the chalk, it the, the rest of your lineup is going to matter, and especially in showdown. So that's why I I made the I made the the distinction about it's going to be hard to play well projected lineups without Zamir White in the flex. Correct. But and when it comes to the captain spot, understand that he's going to project to be the best captain by far for his price. The thing is, is that we're playing a showdown slate, right? This well, isn't like a 12-game NFL slate where there's so many different combinations that you plug in Zamir White and the captain. Like, you're little. look at this. This is the optimal lineup in, in, in lineup HQ right now. Zamir White, a captain. Then you have Adams, Eckler, and both quarterbacks and the Raiders defense at 4,200. Like, essentially, and this is a 49-9 lineup. If you play Zamir White in the captain, you can play everyone you want. You play just pay up for everyone. I mean, you're playing literally the top four priciest people on the slate. This lineup is going to be like like duplicated 1,300 times, 1,700 oh, times. Listen, oh, Blender or more. Because everybody's right. everybody's smart enough today to say, oh well, you, because think about how many times we do it. The, let, let's call it a garbage lineup blender. Well, we'll take a two K tight end and say, oh well, maybe he catches two. I'm, I'm not saying I do that. I'm saying generally speaking, we plug in that person just to get this type of construction where we can get all the production. Like today, it's it's the obvious move, and uh, 
My but this lineup is going to be much higher on than you think. Oh, so, yeah, like, like, if like, you're going to play Zamir White in the captain spot, this is for large field GPPs especially. You want to make sure that you're not using anywhere close to this this amount of salary because yeah, people once they plug into your white a captain is just like, well, I could play everyone. So it's like, well, instead of playing Devontae Adams, I'm going to play uh, Jacoby Myers. Like, let's say you did that, right? And you plugged him in instead. You're leaving 2,700 on the table. I guarantee you this lineup is going to be duplicated 87 times also. Yeah. Even for that amount. So like, so- to me, Zamir White, from uh, how many combinations of lineups can you make with a decent projection standpoint is is not the way that I would be playing large field contests. But it's not because I don't want to play Zamir White. It's just that I want to play Zamir White in the flex where it's very it's going to be in, insane to find anyone that's projected this high in, in this range. Play Donald Parham or Michael Meyer or... Spiller and Hooper and Darius Davis. I mean, these guys project for garbage compared to Zamir yeah. White. But so, that so, have so many more options now because if you play an Adams captain, Eckler captain, O'Connell captain, Stick captain, Myers captain, Palmer, like Quentin Johnson, you you have a lot more combinations and they're going to be much, much less duped. And if yeah. you're going to play a Zamir White captain, those are the lines that you should leave like 8,000 on the table. Like it's such a low scoring game. That, you know, one of these 2K guys, 3K guys just outscores a quarterback, right? You have uh, Isaiah Spiller just just totally outscores Austin Eckler. And an 11K Austin Eckler just is like the eighth highest, ninth highest scorer on the slate. And you don't need him. Like, those yeah. would be my Zamir White lineups. But in the lineups that you're playing, you know, Easton Stickett captain, right? If you're playing uh, a kicker captain, if you're playing, you know, so Quentin Johnson captain, like, you could play a lineup that, spends like 48 49 K and still not be duplicated as heavily. You'll probably still be duplicated, but probably not over 10. I mean, you could find lineups that aren't duplicated over 10 with other captains, but the Zamir white one is just going to be like, dude, once you plug in Zamir white, like you could jam in everyone. And then if you'd start taking those guys out, your projection starts going down so dramatically that you'd be better off just captaining one of those expensive guys and just plugging in Zamir White into like every flex into the flex in every lineup that you make. Yeah, and, and so Blender and I think here's the thing: we've done this show uh, or showdown talk, and we've talked DFS strategy with each other enough on shows. Like you already know what I'm going to do, M- most likely. Like you, you, you know, kind of how I like to build. I'm not going to play him in any captain, but I'm going to lock him in in the flex 100. percent like that, that's that's how I'm gonna approach this slate. And I'm gonna jam so much Devontae Adams in the captain, it's not gonna be funny. And here's why. And hear me out here. Just from a, and Blender, this isn't the statistical side, this is just like real life. Who do you think is gonna be the most important option on the Raiders tonight, regardless? Jock Jacobs got all these carries, and I'm not saying that White won't get carries. I'm saying if there's one player that's going to burn me tonight or that's going to really explode in this game, considering the Chargers give up massive amounts of passing yards anyway, it's got to be Devontae Adams, right? So, and I'm not saying Devontae won't be owned in the captain, but what I am saying, Blender, is we've got him at 20% and we've got White, and I meant to check that White, 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 in the captain 
around 14%. I think yeah, that's, that's going up. It's not going to be that. Yeah. We, we, yeah. we, we both thought these numbers are going to change. and it's Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so, so my point is, see, see, here's the thing, Blender. Just from, just from, uh, um, just from a numbers perspective, right? At Captain, you only get one. So it's not like the flex where you get four, four or five extra. You get one. The higher percentage we get on white Captain, the less owned the other guys are going to be. And that's, I know that's straightforward, that's simple. It's not cutting edge knowledge, but we still need to think about it like that. If Samir White is at 30% in the Captain Blender, as an example, I actually think that's probably, I feel like, I feel like he's closer to 30 than anything else, as long as uh, Jacobs doesn't play, obviously. But I don't think Jacobs is going to play. I think White ends up close to 30. Let's go with that. So that leaves Adams, Eckler, O'Connell, Stick, probably Myers for the other stuff. And people will, people are going to throw some defense in there at two and three percent for both teams because of the game, and they, they feel like it's going to be a bad game. Like I get that. So. That means Adams is going to be lower than he should. Eckler will be lower than he should. O'Connell, like all of these guys are going to be much lower than they should be in a general sense because they're the primary sources of production anyway. Um, I think Zamir White will be fine because he's 3K, but I don't. I still don't think he's Josh Jacobs. Do you get what I'm saying? Like Josh right. Jacobs is getting 20-plus carries. I don't think White's getting 20-plus carries, and I could absolutely be wrong. But given the soft coverage of the Chargers, and the fact that now you're getting a, 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 a Raiders team with one of their primary options out and the other primary option is going to play, I got to think Devontae is the primary option. Not saying that White won't get touches. That's not what I'm saying. But to me, and this is speculative and I get that, but I'm also trying to think, you know, around how they might treat this. This feels like a Devontae Adams 15 target game to me. Versus the usual seven, eight, ten, whatever. This feels like the massive target game for Devontae. So I'd be more apt to play way more Devontae captain than white captain, which is why I'm just not going to play him at all. He's going to be too high owned for, for an unproven commodity, in my opinion. So I'm, I am going 100% in the flex because that's the right thing to do. Like, it's not like he doesn't need to get played. That's not, that's not the situation we're in. This is like, you know, Zach Moss at 4,800 a couple weeks ago. Yeah, he didn't get there, but you still needed to play him because the opportunity cost was going to be too too great. Um, Devontae Adams and Aiden O'Connor and me are going to be my primary targets at captain today for what it's worth. And then I'll filter in some of the, the Chargers guys. But I, I, I don't think – I understand that White, the projection on him is – I mean, it's freaking amazing for his price. But if I want to win this thing, Blender, like if, if me and you just want to share the top and maybe a three-way split, a two-way split, maybe even solo, like you have to think about it like that when you want to win. If if White's 30% in the captain, you're chopping it. I'm telling you right now, you're chopping it with someone. If you right, want to win. Just, just like in the chat, Travis says, I love slates like this. So many people are going to be dead by jamming the studs in. So much duplication. Now, when he yeah. says dead, it doesn't mean you're dead. It's just that from a, from a long-term expected value standpoint, like you're going to be lineups that when you win, you're splitting with 768 ways for $900 in a contest where other lineups you could play that when they win, they win 50,000 or a hundred thousand. I'd rather play those types of lineups, but so many people, 
say so many people won't. You it doesn't mean it doesn't mean that you have to play lineups that are never duplicated. But right. you should be avoiding lineups that are going to be duplicated 700 times. I mean, Blender. Dude, I mean, take a 20-way split rather than a 700-way split. Blender. That's kind I of think, the point that we're making here. Yeah, I think we both take 20, we take 10. We love 3, right? Like, right. We take that all day. I don't want 50. Oh my, like when you split 50 ways, it's just so frustrating because, okay, I, I take that back. I don't want to say frustrating because if there's a million up top, like obviously that changes the dynamic structure to pay out. But even Long still, term, like, it's not profitable. It's it's right, nice for that right. one slate, but if you consistently play lineups like that, you're going to see five years from now that you, oh, well, I won first a whole bunch of times and why am I down money? Yeah, Blender, I remember back, and I, this is an NBA reference, but it speaks to what we're talking about. I remember back when FanDuel first brought up their their version of single game contest. And I was playing a lot more NBA single game at that time. And I remember, Blender, I, about a week, and this was during the playoffs, Blender, I went on like this massive run. I mean, I, every day I was coming in first. Now, some days it was like 7,000. Other days it was twenty. Some days it was 15. You get what I'm saying? But I think I did this, I don't know, four or five days in a row where I just I just kept hitting it. But here's why, Blender. I knew what everybody else in the contest was going to do. I knew how they were going to play. I knew who they were going to play where. And guess what I did? I just made a couple tweets. I said, well, if everybody's going to play LeBron at MVP, I just won't play him there. Right? And, and so automatically I'm giving myself different outcomes against the field. And so a, a lot of times I think we – look. There are going to be slates where you play the obvious lineup and you go and look and go, oh, that was the obvious lineup, and somebody crushes. But we have to remember we're playing against each other. And so if we know, as an example, what how the field is going to approach the slate, that doesn't mean we have to do stupid things. It just means we know how to adjust our lineups to avoid the chop. And in the end, that's what we want to do in showdown, right? Like I we don't we want to avoid the chop, and then it takes a little bit of luck to get all the way there. But as many lineups as we can get in that avoid the 80-person, 100-person, 200-person chop, the better our chances are of winning. Like the big one. Not, I'm not you make saying more like money passion. in the long run. You win yeah, less absolutely. often, but when you win, it makes up for all that. Let's talk about the Chargers yeah. side. There's another guy that's out is Keenan Allen is out, right? Yeah. But there's no doubt about that. We have Keenan Allen out. Easton Stick is that quarterback. Uh is questionable yet? I think he's going to play. Like, what what do you think of the receiving core? Because typically, Keenan Allen, hey, target monster, 11K, whatever price he would be. Uh, how do the roles get split up here? Is it does Eckler get more of a target share? Because we typically see that Eckler and Allen are kind of negatively correlated when it comes to receptions. Like, when Keenan Allen's in, Eckler gets less of the dump offs, but when Allen's out, Eckler gets more of the dump offs. But also, they've been playing like Josh Kelly more and Spiller more and stuff like that. But then we got like Josh Palmer, Quentin Johnston. Uh, I mean, Jalen Guyton and the tight ends. I mean, Everett's there. And the thing about Everett is that Everett is kind of almost used as a wide receiver. Uh, do you see like who f who fills in that Keenan Allen role? Because that's kind of the more valuable role in this offense not the outside receivers. You want like the slot guy here. I get the sense. I mean, if I were to guess, 
I mean, I'm not a hand in the dirt football person, but I don't know. I think I think Everett at 5200. I feel like people may avoid. It's like, oh, why am I paying 5200 for a tight end? Like, I wouldn't be shocked if he's out there more often than than the other receivers. Yeah, I mean, so here's what I'm gonna do, Blender. Um, and I do think I'm gonna have time to like build 150 a night. I think I think I'm gonna have time. So. Um, for me, I'm just going to have to run the split on these guys. And look, I'm not afraid to tell people, Blender, I have no clue which receiver is going to be the guy today. I, I don't have a clue. So I'm going to play them all because I'm going to have to. Like, I don't – this is uncharted territory. We lost their quarterback and their receiver, basically. So there's production available for everyone. I'm playing them all. And, you know, I'll, I'll adjust it accordingly. Um and, th- and that's just what I'm going to have to do. Like, it's – I don't know. Like, Quentin Johnson could have, you know, five catches for 60 yards and a touchdown. It could also be Gerald Everett. It could be, you know, uh, Josh Palmer. Josh Kelly could go out there and have 10 rushes and catch three or four – I, I don't know. I, I have no clue. Donald Parham, Blender, could, could go out there and catch three or four balls. I'm not sure. Now, look, obviously there are things I can do, right? Like, I can go and look at snap percentages – but we're still in, in uncharted territory because the quarterback's out and the primary receiver's out. So I think I can lean into that a little bit. And what I'll do, I think in the end, Blender, is I'm going to look and see, okay, who who's just not getting any steam or maybe not getting enough steam given the situation? So, like, if everybody says, well, I'm if, if Quentin Johnson, as an example, ends up kind of being the guy that everybody wants to play in the end, then I'll just probably beef up my Josh Palmer ownership. As an example, not that I won't play him, but I'll try to I'll try to attack the field a little bit that way. I get the sense that people are out on Quentin Johnston. All I see is people making fun of like he's horrible. So I I, I get the sense that people hey. may not. It's either going to be that. Let me tell you, based on Twitter sentiment, it's either on this slate. Yeah. It's either going to be Quentin Johnston sucks. I'm playing Palmer. I'm playing Everett. I'm playing even Guyton, or it's going to be the opposite of like. This is the spot, right? You're gonna get people that are tweeting oh, like, yeah. you know, we were we, we were hyping up Quentin Johnston, but now finally, this is yeah. the spot, and then he ends up being 42 percent owned or something like that. The yeah, opposite thing. Sure, it's gonna be one right. Even in the chat, it's gonna be Travis Johnston's cheeks, right? You're gonna get two sides. You can get people that believe in Quentin Johnston. You get people that don't believe in Quentin Johnston. So I'm not sure which way it's gonna go. Our projections say it's gonna go that people don't want to click. Right, Kirby Travis, he wants to hit the X button. Right, people aren't going to do that. My attitude is, uh, dude, I'm not afraid to say what you said. I mean that 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 is the way I play. We don't know anything, right? Yeah. Even when we think we know, we don't know. So like, I, I I'll look at what everyone else is going to do, and yeah. with the how much like, dude, there's no data on on how do the Chargers play in this scenario. There's no data. Right. Like, good luck. Right. Good luck. Have, there were there were well the, the preseason there were there were six snaps like like good good luck determining based on six snaps on the third quarter of some exactly week three preseason game of what That's they're what gonna I'm do. You have no clue. So Blender, here, here's my here's my other thing. So so here's what we have to understand. Hey, hey Travis, this is for you. Travis is my boy, by the way. Travis has been a long time subscriber, like he's been around. Travis, this is for you. Quentin Johnson is Chiefs. And I'm still going to play him. See, that, that's what we have to realize, Blender. Doesn't matter how bad someone is, it matters their performance that day. And today, I might need that performance from him. Like, 
I don't think Quentin Johnson is like a game-changing receiver. But I also think he you need to be playing him today because this situation may 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 award him the opportunity to not be cheeks today. Right? And and that's the thing. Like, Blender, how many times in NBA at the end of the season will will a team like the Lakers sit everybody? Will a team like the Pistons, who already are bad, they'll sit their good players, and you end up with a whole team of guys that you would never play. <laughs> But guess what you have to do that day? You have to play them. And that's where I am with, with a guy like Johnston. And guess what? Everybody else on the Chargers office, because I don't know. So I need to make sure that I, I put myself in an advantageous situation. So for me, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to lock in as long as as long as our boy Jacobs is out. Samir White is going to get the lock button at the flex. I'm going to have tons of Aiden O'Connell and, and Adams. And then I'm just going to start filtering in charges because I I legitimately don't know where the production is actually coming from, but I do know that there will be production, and I want exposure to it. Right, but defect defect has it right in the check, right? Johnson could get ten targets. The problem is he might drop them all. <laughs> <laughs> right, I mean that's really what it comes down that's, to. It. What yes. the sentiment is is like he's in a great spot, opportunity spot. But yeah. look, I mean, we saw we, we we saw with the we have Easton Stick throwing the ball. So like, look at the past week with like Jonathan Mingo getting like eleven targets and two catches. Zay Jones, right? We have Zay fourteen targets, like nothing. I mean, like, like yeah, these oh, people are going to get opportunities. We saw that same thing with with Greg Dortch a couple weeks ago with Arizona. Right. Oh my God, what what in the world was that? And I, of course, that's the day that I, I played him in DFS. And I took his prop number, Blender. He did get the prop number like super late. I was like, "Oh, thank God!" <laughs> but yeah, I, I get We're it. Talking totally about props, we'll move we'll move away from the slate because uh, before we get out of here, prop wise, right? You're the you're the head of Chiefs prop shop. You said you you, you like the props more on this I game do. than the slate. So what what do you look what are you looking at right now? What what's available right now that you think has value? So for me, Blender. Um, I'm taking the overs in everything in this game. But but the reason why is hear, hear me out. The blitz just everything. Is just, so I should go, I should go on FanDuel Sportsbook right now, go to this game and just like blindly bet all the overs on everything. Uh Aiden O'Connell, Easton Stick, all the Chargers receivers. Uh they, they don't have as much Raider stuff up because I feel like Jacobs has them in limbo. But the Chargers receivers, Blender, listen to me. And and look, if 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 you guys trust the blitz and i do trust the blitz along with my own you know acumen the blitz has told us that everything's too low in this game it, it's so, so when you go to the raiders if, if you go well, let's go Chargers real quick sorry Glenn, let, let's go let's go Chargers. And, and and look the blitz is a paid projection system so you need to pay for it but like right now easton stick is under 200 yards the blitz has it 224. Remember, they're in a dome. I know that I know the blitz has it bumped a little bit. Like you also have to know the some of the back stuff of the blitz, but still, uh, we've got him at 224. You know, I think the books have him around 189-ish in a, in a sense. That's that's a good enough gap for me. You go to the Chargers receivers and you look at these receiving yards, and they've got Palmer at 46 and Johnson at 36 and it's like, well, that's probably, you know, the book that might think a little bit too low. So it's 
that's really what it is. I think they they're they're giving this team, or they they think this team is going to play a lot worse than I think they're going to play today. And I think the blitz is, is sharing with us that hey, while while uh, everybody may think this team is really bad, it doesn't matter. Like I think the numbers are too low. When you go over right, to the and Raiders, it's also will. It's not like the Raiders' defense is good, right? Correct. That's what I'm saying. And we know the Chargers' defense isn't good, so. You know, like we go to the even the Raiders, like Devontae's projected for 85 uh, receiving yards. I'm sure the book's going to come out less than that. Um, and I, I, I didn't, I didn't look at the actual book projection yet. Um, Jacoby Myers at 54. Like I just think, I think they have this game projected way too low in terms of where the books are, and as a result, that's why I'm going to be on all these overs. And if you and look, look, folks, listen to me. If if you don't learn anything else, right? Tell you anything else. Don't go and put all these things in a parlay for your main stuff. Please single leg this stuff, okay? Please, because you're going to come out way further ahead. Now, I'm not saying don't parlay. I'm saying if you want to, just bump your unit size down, but don't put your main money on all of these guys. Just single leg them all, and then if you want to do a little parlay, have at it, right? So I want to make that clear because I think sometimes, you know, people – they chase the they chase the big one. Chase the big one on the pick'em sites. If you got book access, you need to be single legging most of these things. Sorry. All right, Linda back. Right. To you. Well, that's what people don't understand with me. It's like what I do in sports betting is not sexy. Like it's not like I'm not I'm I I'll have you know on tonight tonight I'll I'll fifty NHL bets tonight or something. It's like mm-hmm. I'm not gonna end up with like oh my god. I hit 90% of my bets and made $17 trillion. It's like, like, dude, like a good day is like, did I make like four or 500 bucks? That's like, yeah, well, good. Like if I, like, you know, cause some of these bets are plus plus one sixty, Some of them are minus 175, some of them or whatever. But, you know, out of 50 bets, like if I, if I win more than half of them, I mean, I make a couple of hundred bucks and I'm good. And then you move on to the next day. And then by the end of the year, you look and you go, how much did I make in hockey bets? It's like, oh, $17,000. It's like, yeah, right. that's, it adds up over time. You're not going to make 17000 in one day. Don't try to do that. Just bet right. straight and just be not sexy and just let volume, let the projection model that you use be, like I get a large sample size. And at the end of the year, you look and it's like, oh, between all my stuff, like, like it's not, it's really not hard doing stuff like that, betting low, low bet size, heavy volume right you're betting on a lot of things like oh look all these all these overs and all these on tonight's game and everything and then you load in the blitz projections and now you get all the saturday games and the sunday games in nfl i mean if you use these projection models you could end up with you know instead of instead of betting fifteen hundred dollars on like 15 like hundred dollar parlays or something just bet 10 bucks on 150 of these bets and then just like win 62 percent of them depending on obviously the price Next thing you know, at at a fifteen hundred dollars, you made one hundred and seventy two dollars of profit, and it's like that's 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 like twelve percent. So like that's that's good, yeah. Right? And you know, Blender, here's the thing. Them, I mean, like, and then do that every week. Imagine you do that every week of NFL season, right? Eighteen times and one hundred and fifty. Next thing you know, you're up three grand for the season, and it's like, how much work did you have to do? Not much, right? And, and Blender, here's the thing too. I'm not telling people don't play a big parlay for fun. Like I'm not saying it. What I'm saying is don't take your 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 real money and do that. Like that's that's like size. So so like last year when we were in Tennessee, like 
you know, I, I made I made most of my money on college basketball, right? Like that that's that that's why I made most of it last year. But then for the Super Bowl blender, I took a little, you know, a, a real small portion, I mean very small of my bankroll, and just did a nice parlay for the Super Bowl. And it, I, you know, I would have netted 35k and I did it. But but like that wasn't my real money. That that was for fun, just for the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? Like I still had some single legs and stuff for that too. Um, so like I get it because look, for me, my, my motto is work hard, play hard. So for me, every month I will take a shot, right? Like I, I call it taking a shot. I've, I've had some, some really good profits and I'll take a shot. Maybe I'll increase my unit size two or three or whatever. And I'll take a shot on something, but like, that's not going to hurt me because I'm already way ahead in my profitability. So just, just keep that in mind. Uh, when you're doing that, because I think sometimes people think we're just out here doing, you know, 20 leg parties every day. That's not right. That, that's that's well, not also also doing. the other side is um, true. Also, like Tyler Duder in, in chat goes, 50 bets on just hockey is a lot of volume. It's not 50 bets on just hockey is not a lot of volume at all. And now volume of bets. I mean, like you could bet a dollar on 50 bets, and that's fifty dollars. So I mean, like depending on what you consider volume. But yeah, let me yeah, tell yeah. you for. The professionals that I know that do prop bets, fifty bets is not even is not even close to a lot of volume. But like on a normal day, let me. You think that I I do a lot of volume? On a normal day, there are professionals out there. On a normal day, you got hockey, you got basketball going. Like today, foot, you got some football stuff, right? They will have maybe up upwards close to a thousand bets on a, one day on a normal day like not like whatever like they will have a thousand because the basketball they're not just betting on points rebounds assists they're also betting on steals they're betting on pra p plus r p plus a p plus all the combinations of all of that and in hockey they're you're betting shots on goal for like half the players and assists for 20 other i mean like it's just Anything that that shows any bit of a little bit of an edge, they're just betting literally across the board on everything, but not like like thousands of dollars. It's just like hundred dollars, hundred fifty bucks. Now that a lot of the professional syndicates, they try to get as much money down across the board, so they have like seventy four accounts or whatever. But like that's that is volume, that is scale. So yeah. if you think that betting fifty, like dude, I put I already put in hockey bets before I even did the show. Like I literally just went to our NHL projections and said, okay, we don't have block shots up yet because the books don't have the DraftKings didn't have them up yet, but they have mm-hmm. everything else. So it's like, I just go through all the shots on goal props. You know how long it took me to bet on? I think I, I made 16, 15 or 16 shots on goal props. Currently I'll probably add another 15 uh, uh, in the afternoon. It took me what? It took me, I think seven minutes. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm just doing search. I'm just going to the column and I'm just going ding, 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 and then flat betting them all. And then at, they're done. How long does it take you to do that? Right now, now my like unit size or whatever, like I'm betting, I'm bet, I bet 30 bucks each on all of these. Right. If you don't have, if your bankroll is smaller, then you'd be betting five bucks. I mean, like that's like it's whatever size it is. It's just that I'm spreading it out that like I'm, I'm not sitting there going, what's the best one? How do I get two grand on it? It's like, no, I'm just I'm just looking at the projections, spreading it out. I'll do that with NBA today. I'll do that with NFL for the yeah. weekend. I'll look at the blitz projections. 
And I just go to passing yards. And I go, okay, who has the best line? What's the edge numbers for this? And I just I just hammer it out. It'll probably take me, I'll use the blitz projections today for Saturday and Sunday football. Maybe it'll, it'll take me a little over an hour. And after the end of the hour, and end of, I'll probably have like 120, 130 bets in in that time because I'm just like banging them out just here. Bing, bong, bang, bang. You know, if it's on the same book, I, I don't even press the submit button. I let, you know, the whole slip go up and then just do them all as singles. And it's just like all at once. Here, DraftKings, here's my 34 singles. And there you go. Here, FanDuel, here are my 72, whatever. I mean, this that's, that's, it's not sexy, Will. People think it's sexy that like, oh, I'm going into my lab and finding the three or four that you should bet the house on. Like, that's not what, that's really not what pro sports bettors do. They rely heavily yeah. on spreading out their their risk and and volume and scale than just like finding the one pick that you put five grand on. Like it's the, the, really that's not what it is. Yeah, I mean that, that that's what I'm saying. Like, look, we we've got our own good friend that here at Rotor Grinders that scores and odds. That is one of those guys that that's high volume in terms of number of of wages. Our good friend Grant Niefer, he does this every day. Oh yeah, Grant, Grant all, has every a million day. bucks in all the time. Yeah, right now, right now, he'll have two million by seven o'clock. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. The, the the thing about that is, it's not sexy, but it spreads out your risk. You're never you're you. The thing is, you have to if you're going to do this for a way to make that your primary goal is to make a profit. It's not for entertainment. People look at it, Will, a lot of times of, I'm watching the game, what should I bet on? And, dude, I bet on stuff, I don't even, I don't, I, number one, I really rarely ever watch games. And I have nothing to root for because I don't even know what, I don't even know what I need. Right? Like, it comes, the Sunday comes around, and it's been three days since I put in all my prop NFL bets. I'm not even, I don't even remember what I have. I don't, I literally, I red zone's on, and some guy scores, and this guy catches the ball. I, I don't. Did I have his over receptions? Do I have his un I, I'm not a some I could remember, but most of the time I wait for all the games to be over. I reload like picket and I go, How did I do today? Right? Yeah. Like, oh, I made $762. Okay. Like, I don't, I don't, where did it come from? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I put all that in on Thursday. I have no, I have yeah. no clue what the hell's going on. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh. Okay, no. So, well, you have do you have prize pick stuff, content, and stuff coming out this week? I know you you'll be yeah. on the Blitz show on Saturday, right? Yeah, I'll be on the Blitz show on Saturday. Um, I've already dropped my prize pick stuff for tonight, uh, for the Thursday night game. Um, I've got my I, I've already recorded my video for Owners Box. I'm sure that'll be available later. And that's that's for more traditional DFS. Um, of course, on Sunday, I'll be on the showdown show for the Sunday night football slate. Um, and then tomorrow, I'm actually going to be covering some NBA. I'll, I'll be, um, I think I'll be on Grinders Live for NBA, um, which I'm, I'm not on there a lot, but, you know, I will be be making an appearance there. And then if, I mean, if anybody look, is looking for me, Blender, you can find me in the Roto Grinders Discord. Um, and, and also, uh, course in chief's prop shop i'll be in there i will be doing some christmas shopping today my wife is uh well my son's out of school and um 
and, and my wife's home as well. So we're going to run out a little bit, but I will still be around. Um, and then I'll, I'll be back, you know, later, later this, this afternoon. Um, and we'll be, we'll be going for, from there. And the discord is free. So you can join it. Rotogrinders.com slash discord. Oh, Peyton said they demons and, and demons. And, okay. Yeah. So, so price Peaks is, is doing something like underdog. Do you know, how underdog has these peppers. Yeah, the peppers, right? So, so what Price Picks has done, I think. So basically, let, it, let me explain it in layman's terms for people. They're basically it's alt lines. So if you right. go over the regular, then you're going to get a higher payoff. If you're going under, so they've got alt lines for more and less. So, like, let me go in there. Thanks, Peyton. I, I appreciate it, brother. Um, let's see what they have. Okay, so okay, so well, like this. Just, yeah, let them check oh, it out. Join, join Jeeves Prop Shop. We can talk a little bit more about it on, on, on future shows. Hit that thumbs up button. Give me those thummy thumbs. Hit the subscribe button, especially if you're new here. Hit the notification bell. Always know when we go live. We got Grinders Live. We got an NBA slate tonight, right? We got Grinders Live. Yeah. We got Crunch Time. We got NFL pre-lock show for, uh, you know, they'll break down a little bit more about uh, the showdown slate. Raiders, Chargers. We'll get to see, you know, uh, who's in, who's out. I mean, I'm Jacobs is doubtful. I'm treating like he's, he's out until... Miraculously plays, but we'll know that later. Uh, so I'll be back tomorrow with Kyle Murray. We'll be doing a GPP breakdown for the week 15 Sunday slate. But we also have content for the three-game Saturday slate. It's kind of like a Thanksgiving style of slate on Saturday. So we have content for that. We have projections for everything. We got EPL soccer. We got a UFC card, pay-per-view card coming up. I don't know if uh if Luke is in Holland, is going to happen. This, uh, who uh, the, Ian Gary just like like uh, canceled, but they may be yeah. putting another fight together. So we'll get an update on that. Get everything you can in the Roto Grinders Discord and the Roto Grinders site. Click on that link in the description. Get ten dollars off your first month, and I'll see you tomorrow, as I always am here Monday through Friday, eleven o'clock Eastern, talking about all things you're thinking about. Daily Fantasy, props, and pick them on Roto-Grinders today.